Ah, hello my friends, hello my life warriors, wherever you are in the world Welcome to the Day In Day Out podcast Woo! Today on episode 159 I have the pleasure and the privilege of having uh, David E. Lloyd Jr. on the podcast He is a new, well, a new fledgling podcaster uh, His podcast is called uh, What's Up With DJ, I've got to say we talked about many different things, uh, how he started his podcast, uh, what happened to his other two podcasts he started, and yeah, basically uh, some of the things he would like to happen for his podcast in the future. Uh, got to say, yeah, a very informative fella, uh, got to say enjoyed the conversation with him, and yeah, I look forward to like having many more conversations with him in the future. So I say sit back, enjoy the podcast. Uh, if you can, please subscribe and yeah, have an awesome day. Anyway, have a good one. Yeah, peace. <laughs> oh, ah, hello, my friends. Hello, my life warriors. Wherever you are in the world, welcome to the day in day out podcast. Today on the podcast, I am very privileged to have David E. Lloyd. Junior, I can't get senior. He was busy apparently, but that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> ah, David is a podcaster, new to the scene, and yeah, his podcast is called "What's Up with DJ." Yeah. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great, man. I'm glad to be here. I'm glad to have you here. Look, I have to ask. Look, how long have you been doing this podcasting game? Well, you know, I've uh, been doing no podcasting for a while. Uh, I've had this is my, like my third podcast that I've done and, and, um, you know, sort of trying to figure out, you know, which sort of area I want to really um, talk about. And the area that I'm at now is just, you know, all about me, you know, DJ. So, so I decided to name this one. What's up with DJ? <laughs> <laughs> so you started three podcasts. You're like, yeah, no, yeah, no. Yeah. Why, yeah. like, why did it, like, what was the sort of reason why you was like, that podcast was great for a time and then you went quit it? Or was it a game mm -hmm. of you were like, yeah, it doesn't really quite hit my vibe yet? Yeah, this is, I had a one called Spiritual Calling. So Spiritual Calling, because I'm, I'm really into spirituality. Hmm. And I felt like that would be... Um, a, a great way to connect with people who are like-minded, but you know, it, it's such a broad um, topic that it really didn't, I don't think it really brought in the conversations that I really wanted to have. Mm -hmm. So I felt like, you know, let's move away from that and move to something that's really more specific to um, who I am and what I really want to talk about. So I'm like, well, you know, I enjoy talking about current events, um, I, you know, things that may not have anything to do with spirituality on the surface of things. So I feel like, well, let's just throw, throw more things into it that really do interest me day to day. Yeah, like this thing with spirituality, like as you said, it is a broad subject. And it's like, yeah, sort of tying down what sort of aspects of spirituality mm -hmm. you're going to have to, like, I, I'd say people who are really sort of like, yeah on it they have had some long sit downs with themselves uh trying mm -hmm. to work that out um right you you seem to have the energy of like yeah you know what i mean you have done a self audit or two in your life i imagine yeah yeah you know forces you i mean life forces you at some point 
to sit down and have that that uh, self audit mm. or self analysis, you know. And I think the the best students get the the toughest uh, the toughest uh, I think lessons, you know. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. I, I I hear that. I hear that. So, what would you say? Like, what type of lessons have you picked up along mm -hmm. the way? Would you say? I think the most profound lesson is just getting out of my own way, mm. you know, because sometimes we can take life a bit too seriously, you know, and take ourselves too seriously. So I, I remember having a conversation with a friend some years ago, and uh, he just said, you know, you take yourself a bit too serious, don't you? You take yourself first. And I said, yeah. <laughs> I didn't really think about it until that time, you know, until I like, okay, yeah, I, I, I think I do, you know, and uh I think that at some point I just had to really say, okay, let me calm down just a little bit, just bring it down a level or two. And, you know, it's it's not just about, you know, trying to meet goals or trying to make things happen. It's also sometimes, like you said, you got to be with yourself and just take the time to, to do a self audit, mm. you know? Yeah. No, I hear that because like, this is the thing when I, quite often when you're sort of goal orientated and you focus all on getting that one goal, you mm -hmm. hit that target, you hit that goal, and you're like, yes, come on, I've got it. And then it's like, wait a second. <laughs> hey, mm -hmm. that wasn't it. How comes I don't feel as fulfilled as I should do? And mm -hmm. like, you know what I mean? You got to start that process all again. Yeah. Now, I, I don't know how, like, have you had that on many occasions? Because you say oh, yeah. you took yourself seriously. Well, people say you take yourself seriously, I, which I don't think anything wrong with that. It's just like, yeah, focus individual. But it's like, yeah. Mm -hmm. What would you say has been sort of like a goal you've achieved, but you just found yourself like going, that wasn't it, would you say? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, I was always like uh, salary, uh, you know, just, just I want to make this much money and I want to, you know, get this much done. Mm. And when you start making the salary that you really wanted to make and you're like, well, this isn't really fulfilling me the way that I thought it would. Yeah. You know, and I think then that's when you still going, well, OK, well, how much money is it going to take for me to? <laughs> to be happy. I mean, you learned those lessons early. I mean, it wasn't a profound amount of money, but it was just, you know, discovering that if I'm not, if I'm setting these goals and meeting them and still um, the next thought is, well, maybe I make this amount of money, then I'll be, you know, I'll, I'll get to this place of, of profound happiness. But um, I think I began to catch that early on that regardless of how much income I'm making, um, it doesn't sort of bring you that profound joy, uh, maybe for a couple of uh, weeks until the taxes come. Taxes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, those taxes. Uh, uh, you know, over here is inline revenue. Uh, over there is IRS, and yeah. right, exactly. <laughs> you know, so it it doesn't it doesn't bring you um, any any level of happiness for extended a, a term, and in the ways that you would think it does. I mean, yes, you get more things accomplished mm. with more money, but it doesn't. But it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to bring you more happiness or more value. And so I had to look a, to figure out that that's another thing you're gonna have to you know you're digging into the wrong well trying to get something that that well cannot give you mm. you know so i think i begin to see that as i begin to sort of progress in my career yeah no like this is the thing the magic figure for like yeah economic happiness do you know what mm -hmm. that is 
No, I don't. It's meant to be $75,000, right? 75,000. Well, I would say 75,000 is meant to be the magic figure where you're earning enough money uh, mm-hmm. to like basically pay your sort of all your household bills, put money aside and sort of like, yeah, uh, do mm-hmm. like do pretty much anything you you want. After mm-hmm. that, it's kind of like they say it's diminished returns. And like I would like to say, like I would like to have that conversation with Jeff Bezos or Elon Musk or like yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. like Bill Gates to see yeah, would you say it's diminished returns? I well, like, <laughs> like Jeff Bezos is like I look at my yacht, it's good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, for him, he's he's uh you know stepping down as the CEO of Amazon, and he's now going to space travel. You know. So um, in a couple of uh, days, so so I'm, what so I'm, we can see after that that you know having the money necessarily isn't enough. It's like now I gotta start looking into places outside of Earth <laughs> to to find happiness, and I'm quite sure you know it won't be there either. So um, so yeah, it, it doesn't it just doesn't exist outside of yourself. It's something that exists within that you have to sort of get in contact with. So I begin to see that, and it's an ongoing process. It never it never comes to an end. Yep, you know what, Jeff Bezos is going to be the first guy to get into space without the aid of a rocket. Just climb on his pile of money. And that'll take you there in no time. Oh, that's all I'm going to simply say. No, it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, okay, space, final frontier. So with your current podcast, what like mm-hmm. what's up with like DJ? Yeah, what made you start this? What made you like, uh, you know what, current affairs, like the mm-hmm. things what are going on to the day-to-day? Because let's just say, it is a bit of a topsy-turvy, crazy world, and yeah, cancellation is everywhere. Why current affairs? Mm-hmm. Yeah, cancel culture. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah. I was saying, why did you decide to do a podcast with uh, oh. current affairs? Okay. Well, yeah, well, for me, I, um, you know, I did, you know, did the spirituality thing, and that didn't seem to <laughs> to to roll the way that I wanted to roll, mm. um, and. Uh, I began to um, had a podcast with a friend of mine, and we just said we would, we'll discuss whatever we thought was interesting that week. Mm. And um, and people are we have we are stepping into a time where we we've been in a time for, for a while where people are just uh, really like into pop culture. They are really into celebrity culture. And if you're not talking about celebrities, then they don't really give a damn. <laughs> you know, it's like people just care about, you know, you can't get enough of celebrity culture. Well, what are they eating? What are they drinking? You know, are they pooping? You know, I mean, it's like, you know, That's it's a little it's bit people, too deep right there. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's just it's nonstop, you know. And um, so I figured, you know, let's just talk, you know, we could still discuss the spirituality aspects and um, and dip, dig a little bit deeper into um, into aspects of pop culture. But let's get people's attention by mentioning some of the um, names that they want to hear. They want to hear people like, uh, you know, uh, you know, Kim Kardashian or they want to hear. Um, people's names like uh, Reggae Jean Page or some people, these individuals that are, are, are names that are sort of showing up in pop culture quite frequently. Let's talk about them 
And that sort of brings people to the table. And then once you have their ear, then we can throw in some other things that may be more um, dedicated to the things that are that we will probably enjoy speaking of more that maybe incorporate the deeper levels of pop culture. Mm, yeah. Now, this is the thing. Like, I, I agree. Like, yeah, talking about pop culture can draw people in because, look, there are sort of like many a podcast out there, like Brilliant Idiots, uh, like Fragrance <laughs> 2, uh, yeah, which do discuss the sort of daily topics on a regular basis. Uh, yeah, some of like, well, some of the time, like, <laughs> Brilliant Idiots is one of those like podcasts where you like going, you guys honestly have no clue about what you're talking about <laughs> right yeah but also when it's a subject they have no idea what they're talking about sometimes they hit upon a brilliant solution to that current like topic which they have no clue about I'm like going how did you guys get from there to a possible solution it's like it's quite crazy i don't know if you've like you've the way you smiled and laughed that you've seen the podcast, you know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you get what I mean about the vibe from those two. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. People like not, people like stuff that's that's mindless, you know. And um, even though that podcast didn't last but a season, I wanted to continue on with um with the with the with the um conversation mm. that I was having. So when that um that ended um, I said, well, let me, what do I want to talk about? And I said, well, the same things, just I'll bring people in that I find are interesting and we can just talk about whatever's going on, you know? And so that's what I've been doing. So, um, so it's, yeah, it's about me. What's up with DJ. And it's also about, you know, what's up with the person I'm talking to, you know? Mm. Yeah. Because like, this is the thing, like from, a couple of YouTube videos I've watched of your podcast. It's been viewed mm-hmm. by yourself, um, basically, like me, myself, and I, as they say. Uh, <laughs> like that, yeah, it is a challenge to do a podcast. Like I found it challenging when I did my sort of. If you ever listened to the first few episodes of this podcast channel, uh, there was kind there was times when I was like, oh, "Yes, this is myself, me, Ready B, and these are some of my thoughts." <laughs> and I, yeah, like, going, yeah, it's bah motivation, bah, blah, blah. And I was like, "Yeah, I can't do this anymore." <laughs> After around about mm-hmm. four or five, I'm a little bit bored of my own voice. Uh, yeah, um, how have you found the sort of the sort of difference between working with someone and now sort of more a solo thing? With regards to everything well i like it a lot because i can do what i want to do how i want to do it you mm-hmm. know and that other situation um you know some some it was some control personality things there that i didn't really appreciate so um that really i would have just you know i, I could have did another second or third season in that sort of um format but you know we agree that we would end it at uh that season one and we had a lot of listeners, people that were really interested in, in, in the show. But, you know, if if their personality conflicts, then all you can do is say, all right, you know, it didn't work out. Move on. You know, but I didn't want to stop. Like, well, just because that didn't work out doesn't yeah. mean that I'm going to just stop. So it was like, well, I will continue moving on. And, and if I got to talk to myself, then I'll do that. But luckily, you know, I've had individuals come on to the show and, and have conversations with me. And, um, and as I'm progressing and moving out and, and finding individuals to, mm. that want to engage, 
um, you know, like yourself, I uh, it's been a great um, a great thing. So I'm going to continue doing that because I'm, I'm still enjoying um, the conversations and I get to decide who, when, how, you know. So those are great things, man, when you, when you get to decide for yourself instead of having somebody there that you have to sort of um, agree on everything mm. with, you know. <laughs> it's like said that through gritted teeth. <laughs> it's like, yeah. It's like, I'm, it's like, I'm, okay, I'm just keeping this going for the for the sake of the show. I'm just gonna just my teeth a little bit. Just like, I'm, just, just David, just be strong. Just be strong, David. David be strong. It's like, dig deep in that inner strength, David. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yes, I yeah, you should check out that show. I've seen the link to the to the show that we did. Uh, but you 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 if you watch a couple of episodes of that, you you go okay. I know exactly what he's talking about. Okay, okay. <laughs> I see, I see. Like now, I'm, I I am going to be curious because it's like yeah. So can you talk about that, or is it one of those things you're like yeah? Uh, well, I'm not going to try to throw anybody under the bus, but I can say one thing that I can say is that, um, you know, it was you know the show it was called Breaking It Down with DJ and Courtney, and Courtney is is a uh, very ta- she's very talented, um, very talented in graphic design, and and the reason why I wanted to start that. Uh, podcast with her because I was on a different call with other um, individuals, another mm. like a, a group that we had, and people say, "Oh, you know, you two need to start a a, a podcast together. You guys need to, you know, because we had this back and forth like a, a oil and vinegar sort of situation, <laughs> you know, you know, and we go back and forth. But what I enjoyed about that situation was even though we didn't agree on a lot of things, we still at the end of the day didn't stop having a conversation we would still like like next month show up again and and, Mm. you know and still talk no one felt like even though we had a intense um discussion last month that neither us wanted to interact any longer no one shut down so that's what i really enjoy because a lot of times when you don't agree with somebody what do they do they 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 shut down They, they they you know they zone out but neither one of us wanted to do that. So I said, well, that'd be a great dynamic for a podcast. You know, even though we have different of a, different opinions, mm. but still, you know, we're able to, you know, um, sort of have respect for each other and still come back and next next episode still have our opinions and continue the conversation. But what we bumped into, what I didn't really expect was, you know, all the respect that that we needed to have for each other wasn't there Ah. you know and when you don't have respect then sometimes there's some trust issues there as well and when you when you're in a situation with a 50 50 partnership with someone and there's a lack of respect there's you're noticing that there's a lack of trust then what can you do with that you know for me like the will the show is doing well let's think about the greater good of the show mm. but ultimately it was like you know um you know it's not going to work so let's just shut this down <laughs> so um so yeah so that's what really really happened with just that you know even though that's the thing that i didn't expect was was you know the that that trust would be a a, a issue within that partnership yeah no, I hear you. No, 
with regards to that type of situation as yeah. like um yeah I would it's one of those things if it's starting out like that it one of the things what happens I think with regards to more if you gain more and more success it just will start to amplify things even mm-hmm. more so uh and to a point where I think well um fortunately it broke then but like yeah to a point where if there was sort of like money involved and everything like mm. this, it would just turn a very bit of very quickly. And you've seen this time before, um, like this thing, especially in the realm of podcasting, uh, there, you remember the podcast call me daddy, uh, one of the, like there's, it was like these two girls who were with Barstool and like, basically it just went how can i say it just went spectacularly wrong and wow. barstool like like barstool were tried everything in their power to keep them in their stable they gave them like their own i like the ip for the show so all of the intellectual property uh with regards to that and like barstool was just hosting uh their like like their, their pro- podcast but the two girls who were doing it uh basically they eventually uh like split and mm. one like one of them uh is now on spotify uh like mm. got i can't remember i think it was like a 30 or 40 million dollar deal wow uh, so yeah she's i don't know how if she's like sitting pretty but yeah she's got a, a stack of cash most probably come her way over the next sort of like four or five years wow but, it's one of those things. It started out, everything was great, everything's well, but that sort of like amplifying, amplifying, getting worse, getting worse, mm-hmm. and fell apart. And like that was like for something which has been around for I think a good two, three years beforehand. And mm-hmm. like I'm sorry, it didn't work out for you and your friend uh, with your like podcast. But mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. you know what? I think the best. I think it was the best thing what can most really happen for both parties. At least you mm-hmm. most really could sit down and be if not friendly cordial to each other if you see each other in Mm -hmm. like the company of other friends you know yeah true very very true you know and like you said you know what's the you know and this thing that i thought about was you know if you start throwing success into the to the into the mix Mm. along with you know ego and personality conflicts then you got a big mess in your hands so you know but Ultimately, I don't have any regrets because I learned a lot through the process, mm. you know, and um, and so I, w- I wouldn't regret anything. I wouldn't not do it again. Um, I mean, do it back then when I first didn't know. Mm-hmm. But um, but, you know, it's it's just a learning situation and a lesson learned, you know, and that's uh, that was pretty cool for me. I said I, I didn't get upset. I simply said, no, thank you for what we able to build and, and, and create. Mm. And we can just move forward and, and, you know, whatever. So, um, so yeah, so I'm appreciative. Right. Yeah. Like this is the thing, like with regards to some of the subject matter you're covering, but because it's gone from, yeah. Uh, success principal bill crosby being released <laughs> yeah uh, <laughs> yeah uh, like, yeah and i basically like yeah like get that evil away um like basically <laughs> yeah to like the late like great paul mooney uh to mm-hmm. say but just a few like even covering like the sort of dispute between like yeah uh michael b jordan and Nicki minaj you know you know mm-hmm. what i mean oh like all the sort of very relevant things going on at this present time uh mm-hmm. 
do you think you would be sort of more crossing into the realm like realms of news sometime down the future rather than yeah. sort of just doing like the pure podcast yeah i i um I really w would like to, but you know, one thing about American news right now, it's just been about a lot of race, uh, politics and racism mm. is really have been like taking over in terms of American um, news in terms of politics and, and things. And if I was to do that, I would be discussing a new shooting every single week of African American men, which is mm. very sad. Um, this is it's a new story out there now because there was a great uh, accident in Florida where a building collapsed, killed over a hundred people. Yeah, and it's like, well, you know, I, um, I want to bring of some level of joy to people's life, mm. you know, and just discussing all the things that are going wrong right now in America. I don't want to be an avenue for that, you know. I, I think that they, I'm quite sure that a a million people have heard a thousand stories about Bill Cosby, but I feel like the way that I'm going to approach that story is going to do it with a little bit of humor and um, a little bit of insight to mm -hmm. the story as well. So um, that is my approach to it. But discussing, you know, uh, a racial issue, which I don't mind doing, but it has to be from approach of still insight and in a way of looking at things from a difference instead of just saying hey isn't this terrible isn't why you know why is this happening isn't this you know something that's bad you know it's it's like we already know that we already know that this is bad we know that mm. it feels bad you know we know it's, it's going it's, it's going to keep happening until um we make some major changes here in the u.s but uh for me to amplify that um the bitterness of it all i just don't want to do that yeah. you know so I'm not saying that I'll stay away from those stories, but it has to be some level of inspiration in there that are some level of, you know, how do we move forward from this mm. instead of just saying, oh, isn't, isn't this horrible? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, no, it's tricky, I would say, like if you went more sort of down the news route, yes, there is a certain degree of negativity, but that's like news topics, like generally. And um, with regards mm. to that, the building collapsing in Florida, yeah. which now they've like demolished um, about two days ago. Uh, and like, basically, I think they are investigating the other buildings as well currently mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. um, infrastructure uh, in the US and I would say like in quite a lot of sort of like Western world like countries, um, it's been kind of neglected. And like, you know, it's one of the things because it was such a sort of big disaster, it made the news over here as well. Um, mm -hmm. Like, plus, like, I'm like quite fortunate because I, I, do you know Philip DeFranco? Philip DeFranco, name sounds familiar, but I can't put my finger on it. Yeah, he sort of does a lot of sort of news broadcasts and um, like basically okay. YouTuber. Like, you should check him. You should check him out because like. Okay. Uh, so he does like sort of daily news and like one of the things is it came up in like his feed um but yeah uh but with regards to the sort of issues of race which are like going on and sort of like el politics uh in the regards to america right now uh being sort of very fractious and not 
people not being able to talk uh, to each other from both sides of the aisle. Uh, if you're like, if you're a Democrat, you're a Democrat. If you're a Republican, yeah. you're a Republican, and mm-hmm. no one, like, no one can like cross, like cross it. But which I don't damn well understand because, like, look, yeah. we have like we have our issues here. If you're like conservative, Labour in the UK, but like there is, I would hope. And I would hope there is the vibe that, okay, you might be supporting the Labour Party, you might be supporting the Conservative Party. In America, it's like, yeah, Democrat, Republican. But you've got to remember, you guys are American, uh, mm-hmm. like, first and foremost. So, like, right. yeah, put, uh, put the issues aside. Remember that you are American. And, yeah try helping heal the country you know yeah i totally agree with you man i i just it's just so it's really bad i mean if it's like if you're not drinking from the democratic punch bowl Mm. (laughs) then people looking at you crazy if you're not drinking from the democratic you know republican so it's like you know for me i have some i some some ideas and beliefs that are that are more like republican i have ideas that are democratic you know i don't i don't feel dedicated to one party or whatever this party is thinking at the time and i supposed to be regurgitating that and unfortunately in the u.s right now it's like if you're not in total agreement with all these ideas that are considered democratic mm-hmm. then you aren't um you're not sort of you know um, going with the narrative here, you know, and if you're and vice versa. So, and I think that's very sad that you can't um, think uh, objectively and um, come up with your own thought in terms of how to this, how does this sort of um, fit for with my own perspective. It's like mm-hmm. I don't have like they like people don't have a perspective at all. It's like they're going to tune in to whatever Democrats are saying and. That's what they're going to, you know, regurgitate. Yeah. And I'm saying that's so, so sad, you know, but that's where we're at right now. It's like I tell friends, I listen to Fox News, which is very, um, very right wing. And then I listen to um, NSNBC, which is very, uh, you know, left wing. And, um, and, you know, from those two different perspectives, I can sort of, you know, figure out what's going on. But people are like, oh, you know, if you're a Democratic, like, oh, I would never listen to Fox News. Oh, no, like, that's not me. I'm like, well, why not? It's not going to kill you to see what somebody else who thinks differently from you is thinking. You know, there's value in that. But people don't think, don't, don't believe that. Like, you think different from me, then I don't want to hear anything you have to say. It's like, no, that's not how we're supposed to be <laughs> moving through this. No, you you want to know what your problem is? You really want to know? What's that? You're a, you're a poor rational bastard. You're like, look, when the, you live in a land where like the irrational has become all powerful. And when you are rational, it's like, going, hey, yeah, you know what? Okay. We want like, we want to like pay teachers more or everything like this. How are we going to pay for that? Mm. Tell me, come on now. As like, <laughs> like when you're like, uh, 
I'm not too sure. Uh, yeah, just give the money, just print it out. But that doesn't lead to a strong economy. And then when it's like going, you're like going, you are sounding a little bit mm, Republican there. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'm going, oh yeah, oh yeah, we're gonna like execute this person. It's like, yeah, I don't think the death penalty is the best way to like. Uh, yeah, like, like, like the like, whole defunding the police. I had an yeah. issue with that. Like, like let's defund the police. And like in the '90s, you know, it was like you, you, people would complain about if you call the police they wouldn't show up you know and um and so that was the big thing in the 90s like you know 911's a joke if you remember that song back in the 90s with um public enemy because <laughs> in 911 you know you call them they don't show up but mm. you defund the police then what police do you have to come show up when you're not you don't have police because you defunded them so you know if i was to say this to a democrat they would think i'm it's like sacrilege you know it's like what, what are you talking about you know so i'm just like you just can't defund something and think that you're going to have the same presence um, or a better presence because they're not there. It doesn't make any sense, but this is the way um, people are sort of thinking, you know, let's punish something and let's, let's you know that the 10% is what's really the problem here, but let's mm. punish the whole thing and think it's going to get better. And it's going to, you know, I'm going to have better policing if I just get rid of, you know, all the funding. You're like, <laughs> well, how does that work? You know, <laughs> yeah, so I look at them like, <laughs> it's like, am I crazy for saying this? <laughs> Does this make any sense to you? Look, tell me if I'm wrong. Tell me I'm right. Look, look, I think there are like too many people like sort of jump into extreme levels. Look, with regards to, uh, I look at it from an outsider's point of view, like living here in the UK and go, okay, look, um, yeah, the differences between the UK and the United States are like stuck as much as we like speak the same, same language, but the day to day is vastly different. And like, I've sometimes look at some of the like equipment, some of us police forces have where you like got this sort of big giant armored truck going down the street. I'm like, do you really need that big armored truck? Uh, <laughs> how much did that armored truck cost? And you seem to have like a fleet of them. If you put that back towards training, like police officers, like, so they, they can be much more of involvement with communities and stuff like this. Or if it was a case of, yeah, uh, being a police officer is not an easy job. And then like, no. you've already seen some horrific shit along the way and like you know what i mean if it's a thing what can help them with their mental health if you can release more funding that way so yeah they're not so like quick on the trigger with some situations or not sort of like going okay explode like, like deal with it in more of an aggressive way to be like okay mm -hmm. yeah you know what i understand what's going on and like thanks to my training now I can actually handle it yeah. better rather than escalating it, de-escalating mm -hmm. it. But you don't really hear that conversation deep on the police. No. It's like, oh, why? <laughs> yeah, like, okay, uh, we can reprioritize, re you know, reprioritize funding makes sense, you know, and that's really why I think um, Democrats are really going to do anyway, with, you know, even though I think they want to get people riled up. Um, and that's one of some of the issues that but Biden is having right now is um, he's losing um, the trust of the police and um, criminal activity um, is on the rise <laughs> in the U.S. And on top of that, you, you, you're getting, you know, the, the, the police is is um, is losing trust for the president. 
you know, for fear of defunding. So like he have a really serious um, issue on his hands when you start talking about defunding the police and also your criminal activities on the rise. Mm. So um, so that's the, the problem that he's having is not using the right words. And again, as I was saying, when the, the Democrats are, are using words like defund the police, unfortunately, um, their constituents are listening to that. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. We should defund the police. When the, the politicians, the Democratic politicians know that they're not going to defund the police, they're going to re, may reprioritize funding for the police. Like you just said earlier, we need to, you know, uh, have law enforcement reform. Mm. Um, but when you start saying things like this, people start getting afraid and are jumping on the wrong bandwagon at the same time. So there's some of the issues that he sort of credit for himself in um, just saying we want to defund the police, knowing damn well that he wasn't going to do that. Yeah, no, like this is the thing, like your city, your home city of Washington, D.C., I've got a special place in my heart for the place because, look, um, I like when I first came over to America, like working mm -hmm. in the summer camp, it was in Virginia. And like basically our first weekend was going into like we went into Washington, D.C. And it was like, yeah, I got to see the Capitol. I got to like. Like all of the like all of these fingers and this nose has touched a piece of the moon at the Smithsonian. <laughs> uh, so I was like, yeah. But I remember watching a documentary, like I must have been 16 at the time, many, mm -hmm. many moons ago, when the earth was young. <laughs> no. <laughs> but, but when like they were, like being in Washington, DC, at the time there was the Lebanon War, and like basically you had a much higher chance of walking through the streets of Lebanon at the height of the war. It was safer than mm. being in Washington, D.C. Wow. Because at the Capitol, like, I can't remember. It was like you went three miles and you were in the heart of an area where like they used to trick, like send out their military doctors to learn how to deal with bullet wounds and stuff like this because it was wow. that frequent. And like mm -hmm. it was like, I, as a person from another country, watched the documentary all about that, and it was like, oh my god! I'm then standing in like Washington D.C. like about yeah, three four years later, and I was expecting I was I was expecting the worst, and it was like, mm -hmm. oh, okay, oh it's nothing like that. It's like okay, no worries, and like it was like okay, and like I did go out into a shady part of town. I like. I'm sure the nightclub, which used to be there, has long since gone. Uh, mm -hmm. There was a nightclub called Tracks. Yeah. <laughs> was like, yeah, there was. A, yeah, Tracks was great during the nineties. Yeah. Oh, you see, yeah, you mm -hmm. see, I'm not lying. Well, like went out in that area and I was like, okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> Tracks was different. It was like, okay, welcome, <laughs> like, welcome, to the, <laughs> welcome to the world. But yeah. yeah. Um, so I do have fondness for like Washington DC. It's like, yeah, great town, great city. And yeah, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but some of the things which have gone on lately, it's just been like quite bizarre. Basically, like um, I don't know how have you got finally got rid of the whole green zone barricades from everywhere, or is it still there? Um, I don't I don't remember any uh green zone there, so it must not be here any longer. Uh, no, I mean, like uh, recently with regards to 
the insurrection as they say oh yeah well you know that was the capital so you know um it's it's really weird because it's just like you know we the national mall which is just a, a a large field that leads up to the capital um we have a lot of uh protests there and 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 um different um events Mm. there and the president just had an event there on the national mall and people you know a lot of uh republican extremists were there and he got he got them riled up and then they marched down to the capitol and began going inside you know mm. um and uh it, it's it's i think the way that they have sort of described it and it was bad. I mean, it was, you know, anytime you just, you, you have a people going into a, into a, a building, um, uh, they don't supposed to be there yeah. is a bad thing. But, um, I think that they have made it much bigger than it actually is. You know, right. I mean, yes, they were busting out windows and things, but this, you know, it, it, this stuff has been happening all along, you know, you know, they, they, you know, the, the, when president, um, president Trump, well, ex president Trump was, um, was, you know, was voted in, you know, they were busting, busting out windows, bursting out windows and setting cars on fire. And, um, you know, but, you know, when these politicians were, were, were a threat was made on them, then we have a situation like, well, why wasn't this such a, a devastating event when those cars were being overturned and 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 um and being set on fire for everyday everyday um citizens mm. you know but you know but but, but politician stuff gets set on fire and their offices are, are are people coming you know just coming off the street and getting into your office now we have a you know is so I, I you know for me people if I say this you know to a Democrat what do you mean you know this this is a threat against democracy like <laughs> no it's not a threat against democracy <laughs> you know it has nothing to do it's just that you are pissed off because you are a politician and someone sat in your seat yeah you know so I just think that um that a lot of times with with um that you know we, we do have a problem here but the problem is, is that there is a, a sense of my stuff is more important than your stuff, mm. you know, because if you go back and look at how much crap was burnt up when Trump got in office, a lot of shit went down, man. And that wasn't a problem to the Democrats. Mm. But when someone comes into the Capitol and sits in your seat, now this is a threat against democracy it's just us absurd right what like so basically you're just saying basically you're saying yeah like this like the narrative always is changing to basically favor that particular scenario especially when it's against that like some people who are in charge it's like mm -hmm. right bam it's like it's a it's a coup and like trust me i i have lived through a coup <laughs> like, you know, like and look trust me um like you had internet you had telephones tv netflix everything worked you could fly in and out of a country mm -hmm. it wasn't a coup <laughs> it's was like <laughs> it wasn't a coup 
like when you're like when you're trying to get out of a country and like basically yeah they close the airport yeah the tv channel goes down and like basically all forms of communication are being like being controlled yeah that's like you know what i mean that's a minor cue that when you've got tanks rolling down and people are shooting yeah now that's getting definitely more <laughs> on a serious level but, yeah but, but it's like yeah, yeah wait there's a coup going on wait. but I still can watch stranger things it's okay it's okay yeah, <laughs> yeah that's the attitude that they have here it's just it's just i think it's it's, it's so sad that that um that we sort of buy into this narrative that what if a politician says this is the way that it is mm. and um we we listen completely and i think that you know that yes a politician what they have to say has lots of value yeah but i also want to hear um that person's opponent's perspective as well because somewhere in the middle of all that is some truth <laughs> you know yeah. And and but unfortunately, where we get right now in this country is that, you know, I'm going to listen to my favorite politician and that's it. You know, I don't want to hear anything else. Anything else outside of that is crazy. You know, mm. I'm like, well, wait a second. What do you mean? I mean, uh, people look at me like I'm crazy when I say 74 million people voted for for uh, Trump in this yeah. country and 78 million people voted for Biden. You know, so you're trying to say 74 million people in this country is crazy, <laughs> you know, yeah. half of the I'm like, no, they're not. There is some value in what this man is saying, you know, and I'm saying that I like him. I like the way he plays his politics, but like stop for a moment to see what is that this 74 million people? What is it that they um, what value is there and what's being said. It's not like if I, I say maybe 10, 10 million people voted for him, then I'm like, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah. But when, when half the people in the country are supporting something, you say, well, just stop for a moment to see what exactly is, is the value and what's being said and what they believe, because um, that's half of your country. Mm. <laughs> yeah. No, no. Well, you're happy your voting country that's voting for vote that's voting you know, no, it's more than, you know, we have more citizens than just that who voted, but, you know, just, we need to, you know, to, to, to investigate that, but we would not. It's like, if I'm Republican, then that's all I wanted to talk about and see and listen to and regurgitate is Republican ideas. And the mm. same goes for Democratic ideas. Yeah, no, like, this is the thing. When, like, yeah, as you say, half, like, nearly half of the voting population goes with a like particular candidate there there is and they read that they resonate with that candidate then you've got to kind of look at it and go okay you might not agree or resonate with what that person might be on that side of things but you've got to be like okay why is half of the country i don't think mm -hmm. that many people are asking why half of the population of the united states went yes donald trump is like the way forward and i think it's a case of i think there's some people which are how can i say they might be fearful of what the potential answers might be to that mm. question and that's mm. why they're like kind of like oh yeah i don't like i hear that question but i don't want to know the answer truly and like they kind of like go ignorant like they remain ignorance is bliss as they say and mm -hmm. while they're dealing with that sort of realm of ignorance 
it's most probably going to like come around and punch him in the nose again and again and again until they actually sit down and go, you know what? Why did like, why is he speaking to you so clearly? What are the issues? Are like, are the issues crazy? Are they, is the, are they re- like, is, are they based in some sort of sanity or does he have a good point? And I don't know if people really want to like know. No, they don't. Not here. <laughs> no, they don't. I don't look on Tim. And like you said, that what you said, I think speaks very clearly is that there's, I don't want to, some Americans, many Americans, unfortunately, are afraid to ask that question because they are afraid of the answer. And I think also is that if I begin to really ask those questions, will it cause me to start thinking differently, mm. you know? Because the fear is that, you know, I, I'm I'm not so firm on what I already believe. I don't even know what I currently believe truly. So if I start delving into other people's ideas, then I may, you know, lose my sight of what I'm so unsure about. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? No, I so, hear that. So, yeah. So I think that's where some people are, are at. And, you know, then you end up in a place where I'm at, where I'm going, well, wait a second, hold on for a minute. You know, some of this stuff there's not, they're saying they're not adding up. And I'm like, no, well, where have you been? <laughs> you know, who have you been listening to? You know, so um, you're not following the narrative here, DJ. So, um, so I guess they don't want to be in that boat. It's like, I want to stick to the narrative. I don't want to be out on the outskirts of anything. I want to sort of stay on the surface of things. Yeah. Uh, and that's not the place for me. I'm not, I'm not fine on the surface of things. Yeah. Like, this is the thing. I would say with the sort of path you're like deciding to say, um, I would say this to you. It's not a path of comfort, but that's, a very good thing the reason why i say it's a good thing the time we grow the time we get stronger the time we get better is when we are in those places of discomfort when we are in those places of where we are going forth and learning more about ourselves and where we can go and Mm -hmm. i think that's one of the i think that's i might be wrong but that's the sort of path i think you're on Please enlighten me if I'm right or wrong. No, you're, you're, you're dead on it. You know, it's in, and I sit up night. That's why I have my podcast. I do sit up at night going, wow, let me really think about that. You know, mm. there's anybody else out there who's thinking what I'm thinking, you know? So I sit up nights thinking about that, you know, um, where I think some people, like you said, are uncomfortable, mm. you know, um, t- you know, ch- challenging their beliefs where that's something that I have always done is challenge my beliefs saying that and what I believe does it even make any sense, mm. you know? And um, sometimes it, it, what you do, believe you find doesn't make any sense. But stand on the surface of things, I think does provide a, a healthy level, a healthy level of comfort because when ideas shift, you get to shift with everybody else, you know, you get to take everybody sort of with you as you shift, you know, and, um, and then when you're fine with just saying, hey, let me see what's going on under the behind the curtain. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it might be very disconcerting to to um, to you, 
um, I get over it, but it may be disconcerting more to people that you're telling, oh, wait a second, let me show you what's behind the curtain. <laughs> like, no, mm-hmm. I didn't ask you for that. I didn't ask you for that. <laughs> no. Why did you show me that? Why did you show me that? Yeah, why are you showing me this? I don't want to know. Ah, <laughs> uh, no, no, like this is the thing, man. I got to say, yeah, looking behind that curtain, yeah, well, like you know, what I mean, people like, why do you need to look behind that curtain? Well, that's where if that's where the truth is, that's where the truth is. Because like, right. look, when you like when you look at it as like. When, when you talk about curtains, Wizard of Oz comes into my mind. Oh, yeah, like, straight yeah. Straight away. It's like, a, yeah, the great and all-powerful Oz. And, like, you know what I mean? That's what is, what was he? Like, an illusion, mm-hmm. a, a, a trickster. And, like, basically, right. with, the, with those tricks, mm-hmm. built a mighty kingdom. But when it came down to it, it was like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> was was like just, a, just smoking mirrors, you know? Yeah. All the smoking mirrors that he was doing, you know? And that's I, and I love that story because of that, you know. That's and I got that that analogy from that story about the about the behind the curtain. And the man says to him, "Never mind that man behind <laughs> the curtain." <laughs> you know. Like, 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 what are you doing, and, buddy? Yeah. Uh, uh, and and the dog is the one that goes over to you know to to point out the the, the man behind the curtain. Everyone else was afraid to go and look behind the curtain, but the dog was the one who actually. Um, was like, you know, you know, this, there's a guy behind, behind the curtain. Mm. So, um, you know, so that's the thing. I think people are afraid, you know, and, um, I think what I, my thing that I try to, I'm, I'm learning how to do, as you said earlier, is how do you, um, you already look behind the curtain, mm-hmm. you know, what's behind the curtain. How do you make it? palatable i think i'm saying it correctly for people to say well let's look at this a little bit differently without them being um upset or afraid to say you know this is what's happening here yeah you know yeah i hear you i hear you and what i would simply say to you is you can't you will you will upset people you'll make them feel uncomfortable and like mm-hmm. if you don't like i would say you, then you're not really having the right talking points uh in the mm-hmm. first place to get that sort of okay help people move along as i said mm-hmm. like yeah you are like you are on the path of discomfort and like the whole thing mm-hmm. is if you want the rest mm-hmm. of your sort of audience to sort of go with it they have mm-hmm. to join you in that journey because mm-hmm. the I don't know what type of guests you might get on in the near future. And like, hey, you might mm. get a Republican and like a Democrat. And like, it might be like, yeah, uh, a freeway death battle. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, I don't know who will win. But like, yeah, I just uh, yeah. watch out. For yeah, them. you know, like, I'm like, all about, about I was having a discussion actually a couple of days ago with a friend and I was talking about, you know, polarizing people. And which I have no, my I have no, uh, I don't even. I, to me, I I don't have any 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 reservations about polarizing people. Yeah, you know. But there's a different kind of polarizing that's going on now. You know, it's sort of like when you that that instead of polarizing people in terms of um, saying let's look at this deeper, which is what I would like to do. It's like I want to. There's polarization of people saying. I'm going to polarize you 
to not even be able to look at what's better for you. Mm. You know, what's the best for you? I want to polarize you in a way where I'm only going to get you to focus on the thing that I want you to focus on because I have this, my own personal agenda that may not have anything necessarily to do with you. Yeah. You know, and that's what, I mean, that's something that I, I definitely would never be a part of because like, that's not what I am. It goes against my own personal beliefs, you know, but it does, as you said earlier, that it does require you to be able to have a platform that is comfortable <laughs> enough where people can, you know, I guess as you put sugar, how, you, how your mother would put a little bit of sugar in the medicine, you know, to make it a little bit, you know, it, it tastes a little bit better. You know, you know, my mother, who was a very you know sweet woman, you know, has the best smelling perfume and she's sitting there, you know, making sure you have the medication and make sure that you have the orange juice to drink behind the medication and all yeah. those things. <laughs> You know, unlike your dad, who just comes in and just gets uh, make you go down the pill and you know threatens you if you don't you know swallow it down. <laughs> Which one you like the best? Yeah. Hey, you can have this sweet. Hey, you want the sweet? Yeah, I want the sweet medicine. Surprise, motherfucker! Take it. Like that. Like ah, what did you do that to me? Oh, uh, swallow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah you know it's finding that way to to get them to to you know give them that that medication i mean right now i'm in the mindset of like you know this is what it tastes like this is what it is mm. swallow it <laughs> you know but you know but you know it's true you, you have to develop that way of being able to get a point across mm. and it be more um you know i don't know for lack of a better word um not comforting but just more easy to swallow you know you know to get a, the point across and for me sometimes you know that's something that i don't always you know do a good job of but like, just get just get to the freaking point already. <laughs> uh, 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 like, Come on, yeah, yeah, cool. You know, this is the point. But no, you you do have to have that finesse, I guess. You know, um, to to be able to get people to actually listen to what's being said, mm -hmm. even if it's a new pers a, a new point of view. You know, because Jesus, man, I, I listen to some of these pundits, even the liberal pundits like Rachel Meadow. I'm like. People love Rachel Meadow, Meadow mm. here in the U.S. And I'm like, she's just a bunch of, you know, I don't like her because the reason why I don't like her is not because she's not saying what I don't believe, but she's just feeding me the same regurgitated bullshit that's been, you know, and she knows how to do it where it's like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I'm like, you're full of shit. You know, I'm just like, you're giving me the same regurgitated bullshit that um, that was given to me 10 years ago but you're you're making it sound new <laughs> you know yeah. but people love it it's like oh yeah she's definitely you know speaking for the you know for the democratic people i'm like no she's not she's just giving you a whole bunch of rehash bullshit mm. you know 
and she make it seem like she's the most intelligent person in the world. I'm like she's she's an idiot, you know. But that's the how I feel about it. But I know that you know when I say this to people, they go, you know, what are you talking about? She's really, you know, it's like <laughs> yeah. You know, what you got to remember, like, and like this is the thing, like it, like the sort of big topic issues you see in the news and like you like see come come and go it's a bit like fashion every sort of 10 10 15 years it keep like it rotates back again keeps rotating mm-hmm. back and it's like yeah like hey some like some of the good oldies immigration and like yeah taxes they they never go away they're like you know what i mean <laughs> they're, like, they're, they're vintage vogue it's like yeah it's like yeah oh look at oh, immigration look at it this year timeless classic oh taxation mm. it's like well, <laughs> this time around it's heavy taxation now next season or it's lighter taxation and you know what mm-hmm. it will always be there and like the whole thing is those hot topic buttons like yeah just just simply watch if you really want to like know how it goes and how it plays out again just go back 20 years go back 10 years and you'll see it right there and go oh oh i see how comes things have never changed because yeah you just got to rehash it recycle it and keep like churning out that's the way the mm-hmm. sort of hot topics go <laughs> mm-hmm. welcome yeah, to world po- politics my friend welcome to the world right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what you're saying is definitely correct you know and um you know and i just think you know i listen to a lot of shows and and i do have appreciation for some of the individuals that i listen to and you know they're really smart guys like uh like trevor um yeah trevor no smart guy that's Mm -hmm. the guy that i really like and of course he feeds his you know his people who listen to his show and his fans you know what they want to hear but I have listened to other interviews that, you know, because he has been on different podcasts. We'll let him have my, my podcast one day. And, uh, and you know, he really gets get it. But he's like, look, I can't say certain things because it will be perceived the wrong way mm. by, you know, my listeners. So I have to do it in such a way that they can get it. Or I have to speak in a, in a, you know, uh, he was saying on the podcast that I was listening to, like, you know, this podcast, you know, you, you, you don't, he didn't say like, you don't have a lot of listeners, but he was just saying that, you know, I can say that in this platform, Mm. this podcast that I can't say on my own show, yeah you know, and he was saying that, you know, certain things that I can say in my standup that I can't say on my show. And he was saying that even that has been cut down because of cancel culture, mm. you know, that he may say something and someone's recording and someone say, well, you know, you said this 10 years ago, da, 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 you know, so, um, so, but so that that's, that's smart to me, you know, that's smart to me that he totally gets that. And he's fine with giving them that sugar on along and orange juice, along with the medication, you know, <laughs> so so and he does it well you know he does it well and and you know those are some of the individuals that 
that you listen to, you know that they're how smart they are and how brilliant they are, mm. but they also know how to deliver it in, in a way that's not alarming, I guess, you mm. know, and that's, and that's a, and that's a, a, a trait that you just, I think that has to be, you have it or you have to learn it or whatever, but I think he just has that trait naturally. So may I ask, <clears throat> excuse me, what are some of your hopes and expectations uh, for like your podcast uh, presently? Like, say, well, in- you know, the truth of it all is that I started my podcast because I am a career coach and a life coach and um and like nobody gives a damn about trying to like you know like i'm a life coach like okay let me sign up you're like nobody's doing that um so it was like you know as a career coach and and uh saying hey you know i'm out here you know what is it that i can do to say hey i'm here Mm. and i'm doing it in an authentic way where I'm enjoying the process, you know, and to me, that's just talking about the stuff that I want to talk about, you know, even here with you now, you know, this yeah. is like what I enjoy doing, having conversations with people. And, uh, and then I'll throw in in there, you know, hey, you know, you know, if you, you know, you want to look for me, you want to find me, then you know where to go. This is where you find me. But, um, but doing it in a way that I enjoy you know, and one way I enjoyed it is just having a, 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 a open conversation with someone that's, you know, that's cool, that's listening and, and that's, you know, has something to say, um, has an opinion, doesn't mind sharing it. So that's the reason why I started a podcast. Now, where I wanted to go with it, I want, you know, to reach um, a larger audience. Um, I want to be able to continue uh you know, doing my life coaching, career coaching. I want to um, ha- do spiritual retreats where I invite people to um, locations and we can meditate and we can have those spiritual conversations. So this is just my way of saying to people, I'm here. You know, yeah. I'm out here. If you want me, this is what you can do. This is how you contact me. But I'm doing it in a in a way where I'm enjoying the process and the process is just having conversations. Love that. Love that. Now I'm like for my, like for my final question. And I guess I've gotten like, this is going to be the doozy of it all. Like, like, you know what? Like I'm going to get a true like bead on where you're at psychologically speaking. Let's just Mm -hmm. say now. Okay, you are aware of the characters, the Muppets, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, and all of them? Yeah. Okay. Now, if I, like, you're, like, take a film, any film of your choice, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, you've got to replace the whole cast with Muppets, mm. except <laughs> one human being. Which film would that be, and which which character would be the human being and why? Mm. So if I was to replace, to choose a film, right? You said choose a film. Choose choose a film, yep. And then replace uh, the characters with a Muppet. With Muppets. All of the cars. Muppets. Except one. And that has to be a human actor. And mm. why? 
Man, that's you know, well my one of I would say the Matrix is one of the films that I that I think is amazing. Mm. Um and the Muppet, oh man, Kermit is always like my favorite Muppet, right? Okay. Um I would think, you know, Neo would be Kermit. <laughs> Go on. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and of course, you know, uh, what Miss Piggy would be, you know, is love interest. <laughs> out there kicking, you know, out there kicking butt. Okay. Let's see who would be paying Morpheus. Um, man, Morpheus. Uh, that's a hard one. Let's see, Morpheus. What is that 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 Muppet that has the you know the really brown the brown one that has the 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 round nose. Um, Ralph plays the piano. No, not not Ralph plays the piano, but he's he's a, a teddy bear. He's a teddy bear. Fuzzy, fuzzy, yeah, fuzzy would be would be 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 uh, be Morpheus. Okay. <laughs> Who would be the human? I'm curious. Who would be the human? Um, I think the greatest actor I think I ever seen, um, who played Nakamix is Denzel Washington. He's not in the. He's not in the Matrix. He's not in the Matrix. No, he's not in the Matrix. Uh, well, I definitely wouldn't say Coonan Coonan Reeds because he's he's a horrible actor. But who's the guy who played Morpheus? That's um, um, his. That's Lawrence Fishburne. Look at Lawrence Fishburne. He's also an awesome freaking. I would definitely leave him in that movie because he is just. He made that film for me. So, so let me get this straight. So you have the whole cast of the Muppets in the Matrix, like Neo, Kermit the Frog, Miss Piggy, the love interest, Trinity. Mm -hmm. And then basically you have poor Lawrence Fishburne as your <laughs> own human actor going around like, yeah, trying to like, yeah. Like giving his lines out, Neo, you are the one. <laughs> like, uh, like, yeah, Kermit, you are the one. <laughs> yeah, like, um, you're, you're a sick freak, and look, like, and yeah, when it comes to that hallway scene, you just want to see lots of Muppets just get gunned down <laughs> mercilessly. <laughs> no, 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 David. That would be awesome. Now nah, think about it. Yeah, that <laughs> would be just. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. You know, that would be freaking awesome. I would pay money to see that. You know, the 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 Muppets version of the Matrix. God damn, that would be awesome. I've created a monster. <laughs> <laughs> damn, that would be awesome. I could sell that to Hollywood, but damn. The 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 Muppets version of the Matrix. Oh, wow. <laughs> Outstanding. Now, would you be able to tell the lovely people how they would be able to get you out on those worldwide webs? Yes, you can reach me at DJ at DJCareerCoach.com or you can visit my website, which is What'sUpWithDJ.com. And um, and you can uh, definitely see the latest episodes of my podcast, What's Up With DJ. Excellent, excellent. I'd like to say thank you. 
uh, to you, yes. David, for coming on today. Uh, like you have been a star, a superstar, like yes. troubling a little bit psychologically. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. And I'd like to say thank you to you, my thank friends, you. my life warriors who are out here, like listening to us, watching us right now. Yes, watch out for David if you like, and especially if you're a Muppet, God, God help you. <laughs> <laughs> ah, so please, my friends, my life warriors, please stay safe, stay well, yes. be awesome, be excellent, be fantastic, be all the positive bees you can be in this world, and then some. Have a great day, guys. Yes. Yeah. Peace. Ah, and we are.